Last chapter, the group cleaned up their business at the Enchanter's Emporium and grabbed a bite to eat and a coffee. This led to the accidental creation of Gooey's slime dog, Chrome, whose Korra became a croissant. The party left the shop and called Ozak, and after receiving some sombre news about Ivani's hometown, the party decided to keep themselves busy by going to the Fisherman's Guild of Tales and looking at the going rate on boats and warehouses. They take on a quest for vampires in Mapmore and head to the library to conduct some research on the matter. My name is Ashley, and I play Low Bard. Hi, my name is Bree, and I will be playing Kyrie. Hi, I am Nyx, and I'll be playing Avani. Hi, I'm March, and I play Flint Bright. Hi, my name is John, and I'll be playing Gooey. And I'm Rob the DM, and welcome to the Homebrew. We'll start with where the most people are. Uh, Kyrie Flint, is there anything in particular you're looking for in the children's section? Fairy kills and vampires. Yeah, you're going to research vampires for fairy. Okay, yeah, you find a couple of... Uh, they're like young teen books that glorifies being vampires and stuff like that. Good. There's a couple of romance novels. Any tragedies? No, no tragedies. It's all uh, like teen drama stuff. Okay. And a couple of romance novels. What kind of one do you want to take out and read? Because I know what one Flint's going to go for. This one. <laughs> Flint's like vampire. I gotta be prepared. <laughs> uh, like this fantasy combat one. Okay. It's like not bloody at all. Yeah, it talks about how uh, in days of old uh, there was a great hero who had to fight a horde of vampires in order to regain his godhood to reclaim his wife. And it talked about how he used a weapon blessed by sunlight to turn the creatures to stone with a single swing. And he did get his wife back, but she had also been turned to a vampire. But he learned that, you know, vampires are just people too. And then he died. There is a second book in the series that follows his wife trying to go to the underworld and bring him back. Flint, what kind of book do you want to look for? There's a part of me that wants to be hee-hee stupid, but I do Play think... the character. See, here's the thing. Do I want you to describe uh, a cheesy romance between, like, of just, like, f fantasy Twilight? Yeah, you know? it's pretty much just fantasy Twilight. Or do I want to find something that's actually going to be useful? Um, but the main character is called Aiden, ooh. with two E's. Let me see if I can find just like, like just like a children's history book on the city that we're in. There's not so much a history book on the city, but there's like a, a children's like history book on Tria in general. I guess like maybe like children's fairy tales then. Okay, there's... See if I can find something out about the the monster then. If Because I would assume there would be like old wives tales and be like, now kids, don't go into the lake. There's yeah. a thing in there that'll kill you. So there's one that talks about a uh, legend, the man in the mist, which would spirit away disobedient children um, and have them return as mindless drones that would work in like corporate industries. Mm. Um... <laughs> Yeah, man. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> There's one that talks about... It's, like, kind of drawn, made to look like a children's drawing, that talks about um, the Devourer, which is uh, the thing that lives in the ocean. 
that. They they say uh, great red tentacles would rise from the seabed and strike ships down in a single blow. And if sailors were caught to have anything to do with sirens, that that this uh, devourer would smite their ship as punishment. There's one that talks about vampires, and it talks about a young woman who goes to visit a family member, and the family member has became a thrall for a vampire, and how she then goes on a vengeance quest and kills a load of vampires, and she becomes known as a vampire hunter. Interesting. Okay. That's, and then there's a yeah, it does talk about Mothman. He's just a glitch, he's just there. Yeah, they say that uh, he showed up on the day of the war, um, before Tria, everything was lost. Like, the big chunk of the continent. You do, however, from the Moth- uh, Mothman thing, learn that the chunk of Tria that's missing, it was essentially a big chunk that also filled in the gap between the Marquis of Beat, Eustrix, uh, and Pisvania. Mm-hmm. So the gap where you know that big like evil thing lives mm. uh it like part of what was blown up was that okay Yax, what were you looking for babe i was looking for uh three three things cult of bane mm-hmm. uh, grimoires and vitalic sorceresses okay so you find stuff on the cult of bane uh first of all it mm. talks about how before the war bane was one of the people who people wouldn't really worship because he's a bad guy talks about like his his evils within the hells and stuff like that but it talks about during the war people were turning to him not out of actual devotion to him but more they know that he has the power that would allow them to win the war it talks about how he was uh his champions as it were were some of the few that actually survived the war and it talks about how his champions supposedly had a hand in the magics that blew up a chunk of Tria. The ones that w- were able to put people into inanimate magical objects, essentially. Mm. Then you wanted grimoires, correct? Yeah, um, grimoires as well, just in general. Yep, it talks about how the grimoires were first put down by the gods during the war. Again, surprisingly, a lot of this stuff comes back to the war because that's uh it's like you know one of the the big events of tria so a lot of stuff can be linked back to it Mm. it talks about how they were put down by the gods how the gods wanted the people that they blessed with these books to be the only ones that would use like that magic i guess Oh, so they made them and then made them made the books disappear afterwards. Yeah. Okay. They made them to essentially say like, look how strong my champions are in comparison to yours. Look what they can do. And then they realized that it wasn't just their followers that were getting them and that it was starting to have an adverse effect. So post-war they started mm. plucking them. Um, and sending devotees to deal with the people that still had some of the magic. Oh, okay. But mankind was fascinated with the effect that these books could have, so they spent countless years researching it during the war while they had the books available, trying to mimic and duplicate them. Mm. An alternative version of it 
that allowed you to strip magic from a thing and store it within the book, mm-hmm. which you would know to be the man-made grimoires that you've been collecting pages of. Yeah, okay. And then, Vitalik Sorcerers. Mm-hmm. So, it's not a very big book, but it briefly talks about how the magic was first discovered in Cornest. It was a small group of travellers who had access to this magic, all related. So it's like a, a lineage type of magic, almost. Mm-hmm. The mages in question didn't want to give up the secrets to their magic uh, and it was thought that they died out however maybe about 60 70 years ago almost like fragments of this magic had started popping up in people and then with the magic boom although people got a lot of new powers people didn't get like there was nobody that was been recorded that got access to vitalic sorcerer magic from the boom mm. so it's thought that one or two of the mages that had access to it originally were able to flee and you know reproduce and it kind of just spread yeah okay so um, some people apparently did survive yeah. And they weren't like extinct, okay. So the, the knowledge about it is very limited, is what I'm gathering. Yes. There is another book there that talks about well, it's it's not so much a book, it's more a, a tidbit of information within the book you're reading that talks about how during the war between Cornest and Tria, it was thought that one or two of them were brought back as uh prisoners um to test the limits of their magic and such. Uh, but that is purely speculation. Is there also a name attached to that? It just mentions uh, there may have been people that got turned back. Mm -hmm. Okay. While I'm sort of reading these books, can I make any connections between the Grimbars and um, the Cult of Bane, but more like, more recently? I mean, kind of. You know that the gods put them down, and that Mm -hmm. the gods plucked them out. So it means that Bane is specifically putting these grimoires back in to try and turn people over to be devoted to him again yeah but to what end it's not obvious yeah okay i think that's everything then okay what are you looking for specifically don't be specific with which spell or school or uh it is separate into like schools and stuff like that but it's all very well organized there are general arcane books but most of it is this falls into this category of this school this falls into that category okay any librarians sort of walking around this particular section you see one on like kind of walking past and going to the other side uh it's again very similar outfit with like the lavender and the badge and stuff it's another sap elf yeah he's just gonna sort of wave their hand and press to just say a little like shower sparkles just next to their face just to stop them oh yes hello uh how can i hello i have a question i was told you maybe could do something with these and i sort of pull out the old spell books <laughs> and just sort of flick through them i'm not quite finished with them yet but would i be able to bring them here to be replaced or transferred i was told this is a thing um, we we do accept donations if uh, that's the way you want to go about it. Um, but if you are looking for more magical books in return for it, uh, old mage books and such, 
Um, any of the ones you see on public display are open to you. Um, we do have time limitations in which you can be in the library, of course. Um, but you're free to come in and research whatever you wish while you're here. So I would donate a book and then get another in exchange? Uh, you wouldn't even need to donate your book, per se. Um, if it's on the shelves, you're more than welcome to read it. Do you happen to know of a business that would accept trade for similar materials? Maybe for spell transcribing? Um, if you're looking for spells, transcribing materials, you could always sell the books and uh, buy them at the Enchanter's Emporium. Uh, there are certain bookstores within the town uh, kind of dotted around. It might be worth asking some of those. Um, but uh, in, in terms of exchanging for magical uh, transcribing equipment, we do have some here if you wish to purchase some. Um, but you, you say you're looking to trade these old spell books for magic transcribing materials, correct? Yes. Um, I, myself, am not a mage, um, but uh, one of my higher-ups most definitely is. Uh, if you could give me a... Uh, he kind of pulls out a little notebook. Um, if you can give me a, um, a list of the spells that are uh, available, I will um, take it to my higher-up, and we, we can discuss... Um, transferring one for another just to clarify these are the spells that are in the books that i'm going to give them yeah 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 okay uh yeah we'll just because we sort of figured out roughly which ways in each one so we'll just take parchment and call them just sort of write down and hand them what is your higher up's name uh my higher up's name they simply go by star they are a tamaxi and you know how Tamaxi names can be. I don't, but okay. And while he's doing that, I'm going to peruse and try and find the shield spell in the abjuration section. You find it after a little while of looking. It is there. It's kind of in like a... Uh, the easiest way I could describe it is, you know those like little shitty notebooks that you take to school? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like one of those with like the beaten, yeah. worn front. There's like watermarks on it and stuff like that. It's only first level, wasn't expecting much. <laughs> yeah. Is it one of those situations where it feels like it's purchased this? Like, like I think discussed prior in the again where they, you could buy them. Uh, here you can, as long as you are within the business hours, you can sit down and not making a lot of noise, and you can do what you wish. Uh, you can hmm. rent books here. Um, we do offer renting. Uh, if it is for if you if you are a mage who is quite loud and rambunctious with their uh, with their spell transcribing, as I know some people can be, uh, we do offer rental services. How much? Uh, with this, if he's well, I'll wait until he's came back or whatever. Yeah. Um. We'll say it's only that I shouldn't think. Um, come over to the front desk with me. He takes you over to the front desk as I flip through uh, a specific ledger and then pulls out a bit of paper, kind of whispers into it. 
throws it in the air and you watch as the paper crumples into light and then slowly fades out and reveals a load of information. Um, that one there. Ten silver per night. Sounds good. Okay, he kind of puts his finger up to the light and drags it onto the book and you notice just a small little, like, circle light insignia in the book now. That's just so that we can make sure it doesn't leave the city. We can just keep an eye on it and such. Uh, Do you have a library card? What is that? Uh, It is a card that will grant you uh, discounts and access to certain events within the library. He just sort of takes out the pouch of gold. How much for such an exotic item? Uh, Completely free. All we need is some of your information. Okay. Yes. Uh, What is your name? Just eyes go wide for a little bit. I am being called Gooey before. Uh, Do you have a last name? Gooey? I have been called an ooze. Gooey. So I will... Ooze. Fitting. Uh, Your occupation? Beans. I'm afraid I need you to be a little bit more specific. Are you a merchant? A farmhand? Uh... Now that Gooey's by themselves and the group isn't there to sort of like take most of just kind of looking around like uh, uh, do you adventure do you work under the crown ra- rapid, rapidly nods at the adventuring part okay. adventure and what would you say has been your favorite thing about the library so far the vastness yes we do have quite a collection here um, and would you say that you have been treated well by the member of staff yes well it kind of hands you a little uh, almost like printed uh, library card uh, just show that whenever you wish to check out a book, and it will keep on record what books you have checked out. And it will apply a two silver discount to any books that you wish to check out from this moment forward. Yeah, goes to say thank, but just says it and just, just like turns away, just touching the book and just is the same individual who left before, sort of escorting Gooey around, or is it a different person? No, it's the same one. Okay. It's that same sap elf. It's not the one that was there when you first got in. I'm also waiting on what Star thinks of those books. Um, yes, they they should be able to have a look through them uh, tonight. Um, uh, when you return the book, simply ask for Star, and they will come down. They will fill out any paperwork about the book. Any if there's any damages or anything. Uh, and they will uh, come back to you about the uh, trade-in for the books that you're looking for. Thank you. I do have other inquiries, but it would seem one is a bit more pressing. Do you have any encyclopedias on vampires? Um, we do have books on um, creatures of the sword. Uh, so you want to look for the monster section down that way. Um, subcategory, uh, main category undead, subcategory V. Thank. You're more than welcome. Gooey just kind of waddle away. Uh, Gooey will just kind of see if they can find the book and then also just rent that as well. Uh, yeah, um, that's like another fucking five similar. But with your discount it comes to three. 
Lovely. Stabby Tim. Gavin. There's two things I love in this world, mugging and stabbing. Okay, I mean. You're looking for Kanku history, right? Yeah, I think I'd also probably try to research the Bearhag as well, because it's not something little bird is familiar with. Uh, yeah, you, you find a, a, a relatively sized book on Kanku history. It's very old. And you also do find a book about the Burhag. Similar sec. You actually see Gooey in that section as well. Not like moving his body, but his arm just gets really long and he gets mm-hmm. thinner and it reaches up and grabs a book and he's like, no, that's not the right one. <laughs> but yeah, you sit down at a little desk. So what one do you want to start with? Kanku. Okay, so the Kenku book talks about what you already knew from the book that you had in Basinth, the one that was translated yeah. from Common to Gripley to educate Gripley and stuff. But then it also talks about the Raven Queen, but most specifically the rekindled Raven Queen. It talks about how during the war, the Raven Queen herself was someone who was, you know, kind of highly respected and such but for unknown reasons she stopped supporting any of her followers or communicating with them giving them any kind of books anything like that and there was a mage at the time whose name has been wiped from history either due to magic or due to people not wanting to know it who named herself the rekindled raven queen or the raven queen reborn who during the war after the raven queen stopped communication this kenku actively sought out other kenku who had the abilities of the raven queen and stole their power and post-war she moved to an undisclosed location with a vast number of kenku with a completely different form. Now, rather than looking like a normal Kenku, she was a almost human woman, but still with bird legs and long claws on the end of her finger, black lips, and still at the front, a feathery mane that slowly turned into hair. And she had gained the ability of fluent speech. It talks about how after she moved to the undisclosed location more and more kenku began to disappear from the streets and such until they were very far and few in between and that since that point no one has really heard anything about her but kenku are still dotted around and seem to have completely forgot this point of history whether willingly or unwillingly and then you wanted the book on the Burhag, right? Yeah. It talks about a creature, in quotation marks, of uncanny valley humanoid appearance. Their arms seem to be twice the length that they should be, almost reaching their feet. Uh, and they most definitely favour cold environments. Um, it talks about how they are very well versed with magic some of which being the ability to fly on a staff they are known to have lairs as such in which they will form a coven where it will be multiple burhags in one thing working together it talks about their whole reason for existence is to fuel their own desire 
for bringing cold-related ends to as many people as possible. Usually, they were, in times of old, actually sought out by people for their wisdom and such, but most of the time have been found simply stealing and eating children, or offering deals to travellers who are in said frozen biomes and such for uh, their firstborn child in order of safe passage. It also mentions the fact that they are technically fey. So yeah, a couple of hours pass. You know, you all are doing your respective research. You kind of notice after a couple of hours of just being so absorbed in your books. Everyone apart from Flint and Kyrie are actually only sat a couple of tables apart from each other. But you're just so engrossed in trying to get as much knowledge in while you can. What do you all want to do? I want to call over Kyrie. Show her my findings like a proud child. I found a few things. Most of them are just kind of bullshit, you know, stuff that... Uh, not important. But you know how you and Little Bird got someone to jump into the water and then they proceeded to die? Back in Castle. You hear yes. a couple of children like... <gasps> Yeah, it's real. <gasps> Everything in these books are real. No. Anyway, um, it says that the thing I in just, here. Shh. You're in the, a library. The tar munch is real. Yeah, I'll get ya. <laughs> I'll get ya. So it says here that like that thing attacks uh people who like do stuff with sirens. I I assume hunters. Uh, but here's my theory. It says that it's got tentacles and it's red, but uh. My theory is, okay, do you know what um, ocean gigantification is? Barry has I'm no big, idea. I'm throwing around big terms. Mm. Uh, basically, because uh, creatures in the ocean, the ocean's fucking huge, right? Oh, is it me? where you're in the bathtub and things feel bigger? No. <laughs> uh, basically, okay, so things, yeah. basically, it's because things in the ocean, the ocean's fucking huge, right? So there isn't really a limit on how big things can Grow. So people think things can grow to fucking massive sizes. Is that like Flint's a pirate? No. This is a reference to something else. Mm -hmm. Um, because I I had a small theory and I was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. If it affects fantasy creatures, my theory is this is just like a big siren that just grew really big, you know? And then it's like, oh, you know, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna attack sailors that attack my own kind. I think sirens can be, like, different sea creatures. Harry's gonna be very scared that this is coming out of Flint's mouth. <laughs> I thought you were an idiot and then we got to the sea and all of a sudden... <laughs> yeah. Proficiency in water vehicles. Yeah. Uh, so, Carrie's gonna do the thing where it's like, she's paying attention but she has no idea what the other person's on about. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. I understand. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it happen. Uh... Uh, some tritons that I've met are fucking huge because of it. it, it it's interesting, but yeah, that's my my smart theory. Also, apparently, part of Korea blew up. You oh. know, that's just a thing. None of us know anything about this continent. Well, I've I found out that vampires may not be bad at all. They might just need a hug. <laughs> oh, I'm up for that. I mean, we can try that. You know, what are they gonna do? Kill us? Yeah. You know, for what what I've what I've read, they're very nice, very nice creatures. Yeah, that's it's good. Just to very know. misunderstood and loving, loving understanding. Yeah, 
I, I had this one about a really cool vampire, uh, one of these stories, but I just really couldn't get into it. It was kind of outdated, honestly. Kairi didn't really do much other than read the same book over and over again. So Kairi won't really have much to say, and it would probably be just uh, talking about like how she felt bad for the protagonist in the, in the book. And how she was like, I saw somewhat, something in one of the characters. I, I, I felt like it was me and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> gonna be a massive drama queen about it uh but yeah it's it's gonna be a whole lot of nothing a whole lot of shit what is coming out of our mouth uh, is carrie having feelings about fantasy twilight yeah imagine uh, no 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 and... it's not fantasy twilight Kyrie was reading it was the one it was the two-parter about the dude who killed 30 oh. vampires with the yeah. fucking sun touch sword so like Kyrie's gonna be like uh in the same state as what she was in the second episode where she she had the the story from with it's the stew and stuff yeah. yeah okay so yeah gooey shit then i really get a chance to to try for smart things with gooey would i be able to entertain the idea of rolling something to see how much gooey learns from this book or I mean, maybe Gooey's not necessarily studious, from... uh, studious anyway, so he'd learn quite yeah, a fair bit regardless. Maybe not just learning from this book, but then sort of having the inkling to go and get more books and then slowly just build up a pile and just yeah, bring it yeah. back to everybody else. You can you can do that. Be a history or yeah, uh, no, whatever. Well, it's more Gooey getting into it, so maybe just a flat D twenty. Yeah, well, intelligence intelligence. Yeah. I don't know, again, because it's just Gooey kind of going, Thanks. fuck, I really want to know more about this, and going and grabbing more. Hmm. Okay. There isn't an excitement thing. Um. Are we adding intelligence or nah? Because yeah, if it's, it's a 15, 15 flat, 19 intelligence. Oh, yeah, you, you, you end up like picking up a couple of bucks about it, you're like, oh, actually, that might be useful. And you mm -hmm. kind of end up with a stack of, like, five or six bucks. Yeah, Tessna's floating disc is behind Gooey. The unseen... Alistair's placing the books onto the disc. <laughs> Gooey's not handling anything. They're like a, a master in their own mansion now, just like... You see a couple of people kind of squeezing past your disc, like, oh, sorry. Yep. Sorry. Yes, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, you sit down and you kind of start flipping open these books and making links to one another. Uh, you learn that vampires are a type of undead, um, obviously. Um, they are one of the most like feared undead uh, because of how quickly they can turn people. Um, it talks about how they have multiple forms. They have uh, their normal, uh, well, their normal form, which is whatever they were in life. Uh, they have a mist form. They have, um, and then like a swarm of smaller creature form, like bats or rats or whatever. Um, they don't. They look exactly like they did when they're alive, but like paler skin, more ferally features, red eyes that kind of pierce through you um, and they don't cast shadows or have reflections 
it talks about how it has been known in history to, for them to share habitats with liches. It talks about that how it has been through experimentation proved that even a good person um, when turned into a vampire will become evil in undeath. It talks about how, you know, the, the usual like drinking blood to regain power and how they create another vampire uh, mm. by draining the life out of them and then having them come back. Arguey's mainly looking for anything that we can use against them. Against since we're going to be them. Yeah, like weaknesses, anything that they are not okay with. They cannot enter a home without being invited in by one of the occupants of the house. If you go into a house and the people that owned it are already dead, then they can go in. Uh, that they are harmed by running water of any kind, if, like if they stand in it too long. Um, any kind of piercing weapon that um, hits the where the heart would be of a vampire will uh, paralyze it. Um, in uh, stories and such, it's often a wooden stake. However, through experimentation, it has been proved that um, things like a rapier or something like that, when pierced through, will also cause the vampire to like tighten up and freeze up. Um, and they cannot enter sunlight. While they're in the sunlight, they will their skin will proceed to burn and crack until they eventually become nothing more than dust. Is there anything else? No, if Gooey's got most of that down, if they're all still having the conversation, yeah. we're just looking around the educational section, just like, where is... where I did You do that... find them after a <laughs> Just probably them, like, this isn't... Never mind. And Gooey's not going to say anything there. And just puts down all the books that they've had to skim through. These are all exceptionally useful on vampirism as well as anything attached to it. And just slides a piece of parchment forward and has just made rough notes of everything that they've found. So if we have any way of conjuring sunlight, that would be ideal. As well as any weapons that can pierce hearts, also running water, and possibly... It is a last resort, but we could just create the hotel in the middle of their space and just stand in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, yeah, that'd work. Yeah, technically, yeah. Sadly, the hotel has no windows, but we could stand on the. Nope, they would be able to fly up because they can turn into mist. Mm. <laughs> Man, I hate it when they those, those pesky bastards just turn into mist. <laughs> it's not an uncommon thing. It is actually quite practical. Hopefully, I can learn that someday. Anyway, what have you all learned? And Vanny also um, join the group after a while. Yep. You all eventually kind of clump oh, okay. up together in the children's section. Everyone's talking normally and Kyrie's kind of sat in the corner with like pillows and stuff. Kind of building a little fort around Flint. <laughs> Flint's like, yes, 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 yes! <laughs> I haven't learned anything. I learned how to build a fort. Also, if any of you are planning to check out books, I would recommend you get a library card. Nah, I'm just gonna steal them. They're free. Exactly. This book has made me pretty sad. I don't I don't <laughs> know if I want another book. 
You haven't read the second one in the series, though, Freeze, and it ended on a cliffhanger. I don't want to hang on cliffs. I jump off them. I'm Kyrie. <laughs> Honestly, that's a good way to just be living life. What have we been doing? What have we found out? I have compiled notes on vampirism. Is it fun? Exceptionally. It is very educational. Oh. There is no pictures, though. Occasional pictures of diagrams of cross sections through a vampire in his face. But you want to see? It's like pull out a, like a biological diagram of a vampire. It's vastly different to the pictures of like the suave, well-toned vampires that are in the books you were looking yeah. at. No. Very scientific. Just look, there's incredible detail. My illusion has been shattered. Like, why are they? Why are they all wrinkly? Oh no. Yeah. Um, after, like, finishing the Kenku book and before joining everyone else, yeah. can I spend some time meditating? Yeah. And try and contact... Well, try and, you know, get some information from the woman herself. Which one? That's the issue, isn't it? <laughs> I need to know... I need to talk to whoever gave me the power. So, you sit and you meditate and you can feel cold wind against you. Wind picks up more and more and more. And although your eyes are closed, you see a quick flash of a crumbling town with a very intact, very well-kept temple on top of a mountain covered in snow. And then you're back no communication, just simply a very quick image and a feeling of being there. This is an impressive hello, Ford girl. <laughs> Good use of time in the place of knowledge. Can we turn the wall a bit black? <laughs> is everything alright, little bird? No. Well, that's not concerning. Uh, uh. Elaborate. The god of death might have died? Dead. Dead. Yeah. Mm. Is um, that possible? They would be living up to their oath, I guess. Not technically the god of death, but the the, the one responsible for keeping the line between life and death. How are you aware of this? Um, and I'd hold up the Kenku book. And um, then hold up my notebook. It's about Kenku God, I believe. It, it's about Kenku in general. Who wrote the book? Who did write the book? Is it fucking... Is it the bitch again? Yeah, it's the bitch again. Motherfucker. I need to find them. Just to ask you all a question, because I am now incredibly tempted to do something. Are we planning on doing anything else tonight? And what is the plan for tomorrow? I think tomorrow we should leave for... Um... Mapmore? Yeah. Mm -hmm. punch in time. Maybe a quick stop at the uh, Emporium. I agree. Maybe we can oh. purchase a map of Mapmore. That is really. Uh. Mm. To be fair, there should be more maps of Mapmore. That mm. is true. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm. It's quite ironic. Hey, hey, Rob. Yeah. I have another question. Yeah. Being from Cornest. Mm-hmm. Would I know anything about what the mountain is? The mountain isn't in. Oh, I got the I got the note. I got the thing. Yeah. 
I got the 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 um the image thing from the blood guy. Yeah. I got like a rough area. Yeah, you know where it is. Yeah, you just I just don't have it written down. It's close to you. It's like huh. Yeah, but it's in it's in Cornest. No. No, no it's, it's uh, you had one Oh no, that's where the ruins are. Yeah. No. It's near yeah. Fathom Wall, isn't it? You had uh, oh, one go yeah. off in the ru in the mountains between the Marquis of Beat and the Principality of Smotvia, and he had one go off um. in Cornest. And they said, hmm, I think you've got two different things that you're wanting to do. Big birdly, the scary brain, brain hurt. Gooey's sort of, after Goldberg sort of mentions a book on Kenku's, is like, oh yeah. And then sort of we'll leave the group for a bit, we'll just kind of like <laughs> sort of uh, jokingly just put basket near the pillow fort and just say to her, just slowly slither in. Little Bird would offer up like the Kenki book and their notebook where they've like written down um, <clears throat> everything important and started drawing lines between like what we know or what they know and what they've just found out. Because I have a bad feeling. Gary's also going to try and rent a book on Ooslings if there is any. On Ooslings? Mm hmm. There is a book on a specific Oosling. Simply uh, called Oo O One of the first recorded sightings of an oozling. This person, uh, a farmer, gave this story up to a, a traveling writer, and it talks about how day after day this farmer's uh, crops are going missing, but not like it seemed. It didn't seem to differentiate between crops that have gone bad, good crops, crops that were too young, it was just kind of eating crops, and in the middle of the night, hearing stuff clattering in his shed, and he would go out there and um, his dungarees would be missing, and many years passed of his crops going missing and stuff like that. And he eventually set it up as a separate little farm just for whatever was eating them. And it stayed to that bit. And then one day in the middle of the night, he got curious. So he saved up as much as he could and bought a potion of uh, dark vision. Drank it when he started hearing the clattering and went out. And he saw what could only be described as a non-solid humanoid form rather than the normal joints that would show movements it was all one fluid motion at first he thought it may have been a ghost but then it clicked that it was eating physical items and he reached out to try and talk to it and it was speaking in an unknown tongue it seemed scared of him and that it was wearing dungarees that went missing a while ago, but now they were torn and ripped, but they were still kind of holding it together. And in the center of this ooze's head, he could see a small dagger with a blue gem in it. And the ooze didn't back away from him despite being scared. And in a moment of greed and anger at this thing that had eaten all of his crops, he reached in, grabbed the dagger and pulled it out. 
and this thing lost its form. He didn't know what to do, so he left it, thinking it might be a defense mechanic. But it never showed up again, and the man sold the dagger many years later. Other than that, yeah, there's nothing much there. I'm guessing there's no more. It's literally just story tale a dagger with a blue gem and no more. Yeah, that. there's, there's not really much descriptive stuff in it. It's okay. an old story as well of pre war Tria. Okay, Gary just puts the book back on the shelf. Well, if, then she makes her way back. I imagine that Gav had basket just slowly like hide under one of the pillows and just sit and wait. Just sit and wait. So what is the plan for the rest of the night? Are we also looking into an apartment? I mean, it's probably like super late in the day, isn't it? It's like 7pm-ish. We can do that at another time. I'm good with staying in the basement, you know, for now. Yeah, I mean, it's more than enough for now. Maybe after we deal with the burr hag, we can consider it? Yeah. Um, it's the capital. We've got to be able to do something at night, surely. Can I take the uh, Kenku books, like the front counter or whatever? Yeah. They, um, it, it's the same one Giri talked to. They look at you and they're like, Hello, how can I help? Um, I'll put the book down and ask um, where I could buy one. You wish to purchase one of these books? Uh, well, unfortunately, we don't sell them. Most of our stuff comes from the writers themselves or from uh, uh, donations and such. We do have a couple of things that's also by Nasir Zimpen. Uh, old, old history uh, books. But if you... Uh, if you want to purchase one of these books, it might be worth checking out some of the uh, bookshops within the town. Um, that would probably be the best bet. Just ask for books by Nazir Zimven. Uh, they, sh they should definitely have some of uh, some of their works. Uh, relatively well-known historian writer. Okay, uh, I'll thank them and I'll leave the book with them, or I'll go and put it back, and then I'll re rejoin the group. Okay. Got some things to do. Okay, group. What do you want to do? Are we returning to the tavern for now? And you, Sin, you said it was like 7 p.m.? Yeah, it's like 7 p.m. Oh, no. Night oh, shit. market stuff. I want to at least have a look around. Because night markets are cool. They're cooler than normal. Oh, you just want to steal some more stuff, don't you? Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing because we, you know, we, we are fine vampires. We could very much die. Or have a good time, you know, one or the other, and I just want to be prepared for it. Well, you if you want have, <laughs> You and I have very different, yeah, you and I have very different <laughs> yeah. ways of having a good time. Mm -hmm. sure. Life or death, it, it's fun. That's true. You know, also, don't you want to blow up some vampires? Sure, you like some spells? No, we're moving on. We're moving on. Um, Little bird has gone completely like catatonic and is just writing in their notebook like they're possessed. Yeah. <laughs> I like this version of Little Bird. <laughs> <laughs> one hand still writing, the other one middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> also, I wouldn't mind asking the group this. 
encounter, and I know it is a sensitive issue. Mm. So what to Kyrie? The ring that you talked about before, the one that caused the incident in Casfold. Oh. I mean, oh. what about it? Oh, that ring. We could do a demonstration. No. I'm aware of the capabilities <laughs> of it. I am actually fully aware of it. I was what? wondering to be a little bit. I don't know the word. Rude, direct. Do you want it? I wouldn't mind to hold on to it. It would be helpful since I am very squishy. Use the ring on Polly more. Can you even use it? Because you're made of goo. I, I believe can use I can, it, yes. can use it. <laughs> I'm not a shape changer, though I am to some extent. But it shouldn't affect me too much. Maybe I'll come out green. Yeah, sure. I'll I'll place the 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 ring in Gooey's Gooey's ooze. Just reach it and just put it in the middle. <laughs> yeah, Gooey doesn't wear a Gooey. Just sort of has it in their hand. She's like floating oh. in it. Uh. Is it attunement required? No. Excellent. Are we gonna see giant Gooey animals? Oh my god, are they gonna be Gooey? I hope so. Oh, I don't know the specifics of the spell, but maybe. Don't, don't worry. I have a spell that will be able to compensate for you giving me this. And sort of give an awkward wink to Kairi, but it's like really slow. Because oh. <laughs> Kairi's trying to learn. Yeah, Kairi's not going to like that. <laughs> I'm not malicious. I have no ill will, but I do have a lot of studying to do. Is that why you watch us at night? No. In some respect, that is one reason. Hmm. I don't know how to feel about that. Also, the librarian asked my name, but I didn't know what to say. Hmm. Maybe I'll come up with something else. Anyway, night market? Yeah. Sure. Do I mean, we, we don't even idea? know about it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any idea where it is? Uh, it, it doesn't take that long to find it. Mm. Like, it's late, people are kind of heading towards it anyway. Like, it's not much to really worry about. So, you do uh, come across it. Uh, it is in Cat Rock. Surprise, surprise. There is quite a few, like, different stalls up, ran by different people. Uh, some people are flogging, like, uh, really really cheap fruits and vegetables some people are, are flogging like oddities and little trinkets and stuff like that there's one person with like swords like this one's from Cornest, i promise there's a person like selling incense and nice smelling stuff there, there, there's all kinds of stuff there's food stuff and all that like it's entirely for what you want any garlic <laughs> <laughs> There is not garlic sold here, but you do know where to get garlic. Nope. You know what? Good idea, Kyrie. Can I see if there's any, like, jewellery salespeople? Yeah, there's, there's, like, trinket salespeople. Okay. I'm just gonna see if I can recognise... See if, like... Because, obviously, we got told that the rings were still... Were, like, had been passed through here. Yeah. Not the black market specific, not black market, not the night market specifically, but just in case they're like, they've circulated more 
because like if it was a couple months ago i assume they've been resold to loads of different people yeah it's it's been passed around a lot yeah so i just want to just just like a quick overview i can do a perception check if it's just like no they're not here like that's fine uh i mean yeah you can do a perception check thank god it's a plus two because i controlled a seven you see rings that you think might be it mm. like they're a very similar design mm. and the person running it kind of leans over and he goes ah, i see you've got a, a good eye for jewelry you see it's a, a lizard folk person kind of wearing a very nice uh oh it looks nice it's like when you see people wearing like the knockoff versions of like really nice clothes and they're trying to sell shit I would assume Flint could tell a counterfeit Gucci. very easily. Yeah, it's counterfeit Gucci. It's called Bucci. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, see that you've noticed the uh, rings there. Those usually sell for about a thousand gold. But for you, friend, we'll, we'll call it. You, you seem like you like this kind of stuff. 25 gold. Yeah, uh, can I just try something for a sec? Course. You know what, fine. Uh, I assume the, the smoldering cannon comes with five fire runes, right? To yeah, use. it does. Yeah. They're just like individual uses. They're, right? they're pressed inside the barrel. Oh, shit. Okay. When, um, when you use smoldering cannon, it essentially blows one of the runes, so you have to replace them over time. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I just don't want to use my ring of invisibility or the comms, because I don't have anything else magic on me. Um, oh, you have you magic! Oh, I do! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I forgot! Fucking hell! Use... Just... What, what are you trying to do? I'm... Don't trust me. I'm just trying to... Don't it trust me, magic. okay. It, it eats magic, right? It's been shown that now all... I'm assuming all the rest of the pieces eat magic, because they talked about how it ate their entire stock, and I just want to see if any of them react to it. Because it doesn't seem like it needs to be activated, unlike the amulet. Cool, I'm just going to cast... Vicious mockery. Does it have to be on a person? No, it's just at a target. Uh, at the drawery, I guess. Just like I just say, I say it kind of to him, so it sounds like it's directed at him, but it's directed at the drawery. Just like, can you fucking shut up? I... Never mind. I don't want to do business with you anyway. The rigs have no effect. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, that's good. Fuck all your off. Stuff's all the stuff's crap anyway. I flip them off. You have no clue what good quality is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's be done. That's fine. Are we looking for rings? Don't worry about it, Gooey. It's fine. looking for I rings. Just, I just keep. I just Gajit grab Gooey and just drag <laughs> them. Like... if you have coins. <laughs> something to buy. Something to sell. <laughs> what are you buying? One hundred and twenty-five gold. <laughs> but here I know it's on sale, stranger. <laughs> Yeah, Kyrie cool. draws her sword. Oh no. Yeah. Is it just gonna cost invisibility in myself? Okay, in the center. Yeah. Just don't question. Um, maybe like to the sides, like um, in sort of a corner. Yeah. Um, once I'm invisible, I would like to go to the shopkeeper and that's Flint just talked to. Mm -hmm. I wanna grab, you know, like a few um, things they usually have like on um, in display. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Open. Just gonna grab one of those. It also turns invisible if I touch it, of I'll grab it, yeah. and it's gonna <laughs> walk away. He's currently looking at Flint after doing this spell thing on these fucking wares, and he just notices a couple of them 
Pulls out a dagger and points at you. Did you just fucking do something? At you, Flint. Oh, okay, me. What you mean? Where's they gone? Where did they go? You were the last person here. Went up your ass. And I cast this vicious mockery. He got 12. Roll for it. I rolled a 1 on that damage. I think it's a 13. Yeah, that's one point of damage. You kind of... <coughs> you see him cough up a bit of blood. <coughs> Take the fucking rings. You see him, like, grabbing his head. Is that how we normally do things? I don't want your fucking trash. I take the rings anyway. Oh, you're taking more? I just grab, like, a hand- I just, like, I assume there's, like, a display, and just, yeah. like, what one Zavani obviously hasn't taken, I like, just, like, handful. They're all just knock-off just... shit. Yeah, I know, but, like, I still, like, want to take them because- It's Captain still holding onto Kui's hand, like, dragging them through yeah. all yeah. this. Because I don't- I... I... I slaps can't. Gooey into the display and slides him across and just have it absorb it. <laughs> I just turn, I just turn to Gooey and be like, "Do as I say, not as I do," and just go. I, I did, but eh, I don't know how I feel about the crime. Very good. Mm, crime is warranted if it's against bad people. Do any like guards see us do this? There's not a lot of guards at the night market. There, there are some, reputation. but they're kind of like it's the fucking night market. If any of them get involved, I'm gonna play bad reputation. I'm getting away with this shit. <laughs> well, how much gold? How much of those rings worth? Probably a gold each. Nothing. Yeah, like five silver each. You Ugh. find out that they're just like fucking brass that have Good. been like covered in fake gold powder. <laughs> they chocolate ring. Can I give them? Can I give chocolate? Can I give the rest to Flint as well? Just pop out of invisibility in front of them, like yeah. here you go. You wanted these, right? No. <laughs> oh, but I'll take him. Flint's sure. gonna. Flint's new love language is gonna be knock off rings, giving them to people. What do the rest of you want to do? Yeah, please. Just turn to the little bird. <laughs> Are they still doodling? <laughs> still writing in their notebook? No, they're currently just looking around for books. Sellers and stuff, and look, trying to find a version of this fucking history book. There is a, a book stall at the night market. Yeah. There's a, a kind of average dressed um, woman, like, leaning on the front of it, kind of showing a bit of cleavage, like, books for sale. Who's looking for books? I mean, I guess. <laughs> she kind of leans down on her breasts a bit more. Hello, small one. What are you here for? You stand up. <laughs> I'm quite comfortable, thank you. I just leave it. Find someone else. <laughs> right up, like fuck. This is the night market, so like. Gooey hears yeah. books and head just turns like an owl to the direction and just body then rotates as well. He's still doing that, Gooey. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> but it is most efficient way to. Okay, no. The rest of you not do this. If I did that, I would die. Mm. <laughs> no, we don't. Re we can't even do that. I guess that is a bit. Either way, I'm just carry his books and just waddles over. Hello. What kind of books do you have? All kinds. What are you looking for? Do you have any books on the emotional reactions between two individuals when they are in dance? <laughs> we have a few of those. Yes. She kind of licks her lips a little bit. 
Is there much graphic detail? I want to learn as much as possible. Oh, it's quite graphic, dear. How in depth do you want it? As detailed as humanly possible. Good. I think you'll like this one. She slides you a, a book in a brown envelope. Five silver. It just hands him a gold. Charmed. She slides it in between her breasts. That seems an inefficient way to hold currency. And just takes the book. <laughs> she stands just... off and you find out the reason she was like laying down and revealing her breasts was because she's actually holding two money pouches and now she adjusts, you just say clink, 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 clink. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at this potion, like selling stuff or something. Yeah, um, we'll go little bird book and then we'll go potion stall thing. I just wanna know if I can find a book and if so, how much. There is another book by Nazir Zinfen. It talks about the untold stories of war. Um, and it's about three silver. Is that no version uh, of the Kenki one? Not that you can see. Okay. You get the impression that there wasn't probably a lot of that printed. But from the books that you have seen, she seems to specialize in telling the stories of war like you're actually there. That's basically what I wanted. I don't really have much else. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go for like a potion selling store, but also, I also want to take Gooey with me because they know a lot about vampires now. <laughs> Dragged between Captain and Novani, <laughs> eventually just pops and just splits into two different Gooeys. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Double Gooey. Hey, Gooey, take along. Yeah, you come across a um, pretty standard store. Uh, it's not a whole lot special going on. What did you sell? Potions. Can I tell what kind? You can useful. ask them. Uh, can I see at a glance? <laughs> There's red ones and blue ones and green ones and yellow ones. Ice and yellow ones. Yeah, I go up to the person manning the stand. Welcome, friend. How can we help? Ah, good day. I'm looking for some potions. Um, especially potions of healing. Well, you're in the right place. All these potions are brewed by me. During the daytime to sell at the night time for adventurers like yourself. Uh, potions of healing, what level are you talking? Well, which ones do you have to begin with? We have lesser and normal. What do you price them at, I'm wondering? Our normal ones are 50 gold pieces each. Our greater ones are 100 gold pieces. A bit of a um, thrown to a gooey. Are those reasonable prices? Gooey just kind of shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know potions. Oh. That um, is not in my wheelhouse, sadly. You know, you know I would have thought you, you would know. Since you do so much studying. I can research them later. But I do have this to go through. Just hold up the brown book. <laughs> just bought off a bit. Ah. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> the dude kind of looks at you and he goes, Ah, a fan of the tortoise and the hare, are you? I don't know yet. I just bought it. I, I think you'll enjoy it. Is it graphic? Oh, very. Excellent. Maybe some regular potions. Yeah, we can do that. Can we get like 10 of those? 10 normal potions of healing? Yes. Of course. Are you sure you don't want 5 potions of greater healing? It would cost the same, it would do the same, but it just means that you're carrying less. I don't yeah. think that would be a problem, and I just tap my bag a little bit for my stuff. It wouldn't be the worst idea to store some in my bag, just oh, so I can do that. I can do a run-by, so to speak. Um, no. 10 normal potions will suffice. Of course, and before we finalize our purchase, is there anything else you're interested in? It kind of waves over his stock. Mm. Do you want holy water? Do you want... What else have we got? Um, 
We have, you know, all the kind of snake oils to cure the common cold. Whatever you need, it's here. Um, we basically cried ourselves fucking snake oil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's literally the oil from pressed snakes. Oh, just managed a literal snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you going to be okay paying for the potions? Yeah, this will be fine. It will be a group investment, and that's fine. As you two are doing this, the rest of you see the little gnome kind of shuffling away from the uh, dodgy bookstore with the horny woman. Oh, cockled gnome. Ooh. Yes, you some learning some new inventive ways to <laughs> get cut. Maybe some holy water would be useful. Maybe for Kyrie and Captain, since they'll be up close. Holy water. Oh. It's effective against those, aren't they? Uh, if you would prefer, we have holy oil as well to be doused on weapons. <laughs> that probably would also be good. Uh, we also, if uh, if you're looking to splash a little bit more, uh, we have holy water grenades. Uh, hmm. What? What is that? I just look to a Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. We we take a um. Satch, uh, 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 a, a water bottle, uh, uh, a, a water skin, sorry, fill it with holy water, and then we encase the outside in uh, ball bearings and uh, explosive putty and uh, explosion runes and such, so that when it's thrown, it explodes, turns all the holy water into a mist, covers a large area, and all the ball bearings shoot everywhere and deal with things as well. How much for the oil and the water and the grenade? He looks and he kind of counts a bit and he goes, uh, how many of each are you looking to get? What is the individual price of each? Holy water is 50, holy oil is 75. The grenades are a little bit more expensive because they require a little bit of, uh, Fandangling, but uh, about a hundred. I don't have that much money, but maybe some two vials of oil, of course. And the rest, and maybe let's just look into a one. Maybe Captain and Kyrie could chip in. Um, how much? Let's see how it is. Just, yeah. How far away am I from them? Not that far. How much do you need? Well, we're still figuring that out. Hmm. You can get some oil for your sword to help us fight the vampires. Mm. Oh, oil and sword. Yes, we'll take two um, holy water oils. oils. You're saying uh, oily sword, even though you have the ability slippery as a eel. There's a difference. Here's your two oils. Maybe one grenade, just in case. Sure, I'll pay for it. Fine. I'll get an oil. Actually, can I get two? Of course. Kind of just start stacking them on the desk. Uh, 75 each, right? The oils, yes. I'll pay for the... Um, Normal potions. I'll pay for those fifty. Yeah, five hundred gold. Oh, are, are you telling me this man sells actual healing potion for fifty gold piece? Yeah, homemade healing potions. It's the standard price for them. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything wrong with this man. He is just making a living. Fuck you. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, no. Read your book. You'll find tell out. Tell him the literal definition, either. Okay. What are we doing with the potions, Alvani? Um, I suppose everyone should have it. Should probably have at least one of them. Are you going to be able to carry that many on your own? Yeah, you will technically be carrying six at that point. If you put them in my bag, then you'll oh. be instantly be able to take them out without issue. Yeah, but you have a special bag, don't you? It allows you to grab whatever you need immediately, yes. 
Mm -hmm. so, oh, apparently I have another potion with me. I forgot about this one. Yeah, that would be the one I gave you and you never used. You literally just put it in your pocket and walked away. Like... You're literally skyrimming this, like, I have so many potions, I don't need them. I have, I'm hurt, help me! You have a wheels of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah, use yeah. six potions for just yourself, yes? Oh, well, we can, we can put them in your Havoc bag. But I'm not good with names. Oh, I've returned my bed. It's a handy half attack. I'll just How about I hold on to maybe four of them and everybody else has the remaining? To be honest, I won't be using many myself. I can kind of consume the environment around me to restore myself. Oh. If need be. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I mean, the, carrying the potions with you. If you want to eat the surroundings, then uh, be my guests as well. I suppose. You know what? I have an idea for you. Uh, oh? We'll, we'll consider that repayment, if I can do enough research into it. Night starts to come up as you're doing this. The moon is in full swing in the sky. It's kind of cloudy, but not so much. And you start to get like the patchy, super dark areas where it's not quite illuminated by torchlight. It's not quite illuminated by the moon as clouds are passing over. And you hear a as as a bird flies overhead and then little bird collapses on the ground uh. mid conversation as you hear this bird flutter past your vision goes black and you collapse on the ground and once again you're stood in this ruined town in front of this temple the wind howling and snow almost like feeling like it's cutting your flesh is moving that quick and you hear humming coming from within the temple rhythmic comforting but eerie I think hand goes instantly to the sword you reach for it then you go to grab it and almost like you're trying to grab smoke your hand through it and as your hand pulls back you look up. The snow isn't as harsh. The buildings aren't as rubbled. And you can see a couple of Kenku walk past. They don't notice you. And yet still you hear the humming. I think after a minute or two of just like looking around and trying to trying to take in as much as they can, they just head to the temple. You get to the doors and you see several small Kenku on their hands and knees, praying to someone. You look up. And they're probably at least five times the size of a normal human. As you read about her in the books is the reborn Raven Queen. Sprawled across a, um, a large, almost, not sofa, but like a, a something. A chase. Yeah. There's a veil kind of obstructing her eye line and stuff that's hanging down from the roof. And yet... You notice she's looking at you, and the humming is still going on. She reaches out a hand in welcoming and opens it towards you. As her hands open, you begin to hear whispers all at once, swirling round your head. The Keiko seem confused as to why she's outreached her hand for no reason, and you begin to hear the humming within your own head now 
you hear her voice call out to you, unlike anything you've heard before. So, you finally found a way to contact me. Did I? You're the god? Mayhaps fate brought us together then. I really didn't want for fate. Nor I. Yet alas, here we are. Let's call it luck then. I... I'm to learn that you have been looking into me, into our history. I was trying to look into my history. And you were in the way. Our fates are interlinked, small one. For you, I, and every other Kenku here share the same fate to slay the gods that cast us. And revive the god that left us. What happened to her? That I do not know. What I do know is through assuming as much of her benevolence as I could, her magic as I could, I have reached something I never dreamed of. These are Kenku. I worship me, and she kind of gestures like a god. Yet, I am no different today. My form may be different, but my desires, my will, and my history is exactly the same as theirs. Yet, they do not know it, and some of them do not wish to know it. I think Lil Bird, like, just holds her hand up, like, love. I mean, uh, by the way, like, every syllable they say is in a different voice, like, every, every word is in a different voice, like, this is them working at maximum efficiency, essentially, to try and get their point across. This is something that they've never done before, but they, they kind of hold their hand up, and I don't think you understand the difference between you and us. We have to steal the ability to talk. As did I to begin with. And yet, through the abilities I have gained, have I not allowed you free communication between your comrades and you? It's not easy to explain to them, or I get anyone. Find me. I lay and wait in the same place I always have done. And she kind of gestures to the the temple hall that she's in. Find me and I shall give you more answers. Communicate with me. If you should ever need guidance, keep me within your heart. In your memory, blurs and everything kind of warps. And you wake up on the floor. He looks at Was you and he goes, uh, The holy water, yes, it's 50. Yeah, you might want to pick up your friend, though. He kind of takes the 50 off you. Um, <laughs> little Bird's been out for, like, a good 10 minutes. Uh, can I scoop up Little Bird like a child, just yes. in my arms? Okay, cool. I'm strong enough to do that. Little Bird's nice. not where I want. Is Little Bird still breathing, can I tell? Little Bird is still breathing, yes. They are conscious. Can I um, do a medicine check, see what's actually happening to them? Yeah. I will say, as you go to... Little bird wakes up and like 
drops to the floor. I was gonna say you're in captain's arms. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm holding you like a child, and I'm doing yeah, the no, little baby just, like, bounces. Push away <laughs> and drops yeah. to the floor. Oh, I got a twelve. Right, little bird's alive now. You can tell that quite clearly. Yeah. Figured that one out. Like it seems they went into some sort of trance, but you're not mm. too sure. Did you anger another dead god? No, this time an alive one wanted to talk, talk to me. In like a good way? I don't know. Mm. She's very large. She? No. If my math is right, she's about 25 feet tall. What did they say to you? Just kind of guiding me on my way. But a lot of it, a lot of it I already knew I had to do. Oh, so they give you advice? Kind of? That's so weird. Why do, you, why do you worship a god? I made a deal. I never really worshipped anyone, you know? Oh. It's more of a, a deal with... Hang on, I made a Is deal it... with someone who doesn't exist. Fuck! How, how do... Huh? Can you do that? I made a deal with the Raven Queen. However... The Raven I Queen not... does exist. Y yes, but not currently. Oh, so mm. she died? I'm... No, she kind of just left. How do you leave? I don't know. <laughs> I look. There's a lot of things to figure out. That's fine. That sounds like a complicated issue that mm. maybe requires another trip to the library. <laughs> no. I think a nice nap might help. I don't I know. Don't... Maybe she'll speak to you in your dream. Apparently, I can talk to her whenever I want, but I don't know how I did it. No. Maybe you have to get knocked out again. What about the last I don't thing know if you're... I just kind of had a stroke and passed out, or... I mean, we can try to replicate it. What did you do last time? Glenn takes Sorry. out his belay pen. It's <laughs> only gonna hurt for a second. I'll knock <laughs> you out. Kicks him in the shins. <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll just figure it out along the way. Give me another... Give me another, uh, what's the equivalent of 10 sessions? Three days? <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst idea to sleep on it. Hmm. Just so I know, are we immediately leaving tomorrow for Mapmore? I think we should. Yeah, it's been a while so. since we've had a good fight. Uh, we I can, mean, if you want. I might swing by the Enchanter's Emporium if it's open then. Just so we can get all of it done in the day. And then we can leave immediately. Yep. Kyrie, <laughs> just as a warning. I will be having a long night of researching, so if you want to stay in someone else's room for the night, I will have candlelight on all night, so... I'm sure Kyrie will be fine in English. Are you sure? I would recommend you tie yourself to the bed then, so you don't get oh. eaten by my scroll during the night. Yuri, have you been reading the book? No, it is... You have all seen how spell transcription works with me, yes? Okay, uh... It's quite a scroll. It is quite a gusty process. Might, I might, uh, sleep in another room, then. <laughs> You're free to sleep in there if you want. Either way, is there anything else we need to do tonight? Have we passed a petting zoo? There is no petting zoo, I'm sorry. Have we passed a pottery stand? Uh, yeah, you know what, there is somebody selling, like, pottery. It's an old man, kind of wise and old face, little circular glasses, receding hairline, and a little waistcoat. It's like... 
Yeah. Is this pottery like masterwork or just like very basic? Like it's it's all right. It's like quite nice. He's spinning pottery actively as he speaks to you. It's not masterwork, but it's definitely not like. Look, mum, I made a pot in art class today. Can I walk us in? How much for ten plates? Ten plates. Um, is there a specific design you have in mind? No. Um, we'll call it five copper then. Thank you. I oh. hope they're tasty. And just drops the uh, coin and just picks up the plates. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> livelihood is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't acknowledge that, just lifts up in the bag and just he turns and just watches Guri pour, drop all these plates into a bag. <laughs> I'll be back, old man, for more. So, should we head back to the basement? I'm yeah. going to possibly swing by the Emporium to grab a map of Mapmore. Yeah, just for continuity's sake, you swing by and they're like, yeah, five copper for him. Uh, fucking map also map. buy another hundred goals of spell scribing materials, please. Thank you. Alright, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will never fun. not need this. Yeah, I will post your map of map more done by map more, a resident of map more in the. So yeah, Flint's gonna go do stuff with the nice tiefling ASMR person. Yeah. Just, that, that's that's the end of the conversation. Just that's the end of it. Just yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Is it like a good couple of days to map more? Uh, map more is about the same distance from Orimund as Basinth would be. So it will take you about three, four days to get there. Gooey's going to be very tired the next day. <laughs> I'm gonna make. And will be as well, I imagine. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> no, this but, this tiefling said he's not interested in any of that. Yeah, we're having a wonderful conversation. What did you think we were doing? No, we have a wonderful conversation talking about the stories behind our tattoos. Yeah. You find out that this guy's just a war nerd. Ew, okay. <laughs> oh, God, he's a bootlicker. <laughs> not in the sense of the military. In the sense of God and magic war nerd. Like, he wants to know no. more about the magic of war. I think like Flint's like, oh my god, I'm so excited to like learn about this person, talk to them, and then <laughs> um, starts talking just like about this shit. Flint just brain immediately switches off and just like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Oh wow, yeah. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just for the entire night. <laughs> yeah. Go. We won't have time to read the smut book yet. Because they're not actually going to be able to sleep with all the spells I'm going to try and make them do. Oh, oh god. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be up for about seven hours doing this. You're going to be fucking exhausted tomorrow. Yep. Yep, I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> I will have disadvantage on my checks, but it's well worth it because I now have one, two, three, on the four new spells. Side, when you got Chrome, you do technically mm. have a travel jar for GUI now. Because <laughs> Chrome came in a jar, the pickle jar, didn't he? You can play that you could just put. I mean, yeah. Could Gooey just climb inside the jar, have the cap put on, and go for a nap on the journey? Put, like a few books in front of the jar so he can read. Yeah, every now and again, turn Gooey's book. Uh, just put the jar, just a jar and a book in the corner, and it's like, where is that? It's like, 
don't disturb them. Yeah, they're doing don't very well. Do not, do not disturb the cool. Alright, so I spend all my spell scribing materials in a single night. Gone. And I now have haste. Yes. Featherfall. Shield. And a second level. Who's just gonna oh. stockpile fucking <laughs> first level spells? Welcome to being a wizard, it's what happens. Yeah. And the scrolls have been consumed. I'm assuming the rented book from the library doesn't get consumed. I'm no. always going to make copies of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> can imagine Kyrie if the state of the suburb just wakes up and Gooey's just like drooping into a puddle and it's like. Oh, I know what Gooey will do. Gooey's gonna get a. I don't know if I can just find a stick and a piece of string. Yeah. Gooey's just gonna get a. Just pull Chrome out of the chest. Mm -hmm. Just plop them on the ground and say, Right, hopefully this works. And Gooey just attaches a plate to the string, just puts the string onto the stick, climbs into the jar. Oh, so he puts the jar on top of Chrome, climbs inside, and just. Move some around like a goat with a carrot. <laughs> yeah, it works. Chrome can walk without the jar. Yeah. Just puts the jar on top. Hank. Nah. Nah, that, there's a big bag on Bakugou. It probably won't work, but it's fine. He's just really friggin' tired. Yeah, Gooey spends all night researching the rest of you. Got a lovely night's sleep. Flint, after <laughs> the conversation... Ends up having nightmares about war and about past battles he's been in and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And Little Bird has nightmares that aren't their own. None of you really slept great. Yeah. I'll be honest. But you wake up in the morning and this time, stood in the, the little lounge area, is a uh, very dainty elf woman with long braided back kind of... Uh, blonde hair, painted nails of like a similar blonde, very well dressed, she's wearing a corset with like a nice like, what's the name of it? Like that kind of transparent material that you wear over the top, so it's like you're wearing fabric but it's not like super heavy or but it's still showing skin. Like a veil or something? Yeah, kind of, kind of like a veil but across Mesh. her shoulders and She's, she's just waiting for you to wake up and she looks at you and she goes, ah, um, would any of you like anything for breakfast? Meat? Like, chicken? We, we can do that. For breakfast? Yeah. Party meal? <laughs> <laughs> Little bird just sat upstairs at the bar, like, head in their hands. Yeah. You do have a bowl of, like, Assorted berries and nuts, trail mix style for breakfast. Another eggs benedict. Uh, yes, we can do a, um, an eggs benedict if you would like. He just comes out like old man, like trying to use their staff to support them. <laughs> Massive bags under eyes, and just his top half gold and bottom half is just brown. And um, what would you like? Nutrients. <laughs> Please. We'll sort you out a bowl of muesli. Would you like cream or no cream? Cream. Of course. 
Uh, and she kind of peers it. into Captain's store. Oh, um, sorry, I assumed you'd be wearing something. Um, <clears throat> would you like anything for breakfast? No. Anything Please to leave. drink? No. Uh, okay. She kind of gently closes the door. We just points a finger down towards Captain's room for the table and just sends a message saying, Get up, you lazy ass! I didn't spend all night studying for you this. Oh, um, oh. I, I, I guess puts on clothes and just like comes up immediately because he's not used to being shouted at, especially by Gary. Yes, just like very, she just like acting, not that like acting, dip back and like sheepishly. It's like, I'm sorry. They just turns around and just sits down. Yeah, little birds already there, vibing. Thank you. Like not vibing. Very much not vibing. <laughs> no, you're vibing. Gooey's just vibing. Now. You what? Gooey's just got a slime beard now and is just hunched over like an crooked old man. I didn't sleep last night, but it was worth it for the knowledge. It's <laughs> When Little Bird talks, they are like rapidly swapping voices and like between syllables and between words and everything uh, but they say God is cruel and this is not that. a voice you've heard them use uh, oh my please have breakfast please <laughs> yeah I did say she put all your food down in front of you mm, breakfast the armor guy's there and he's like what's wrong not sleep well Please don't uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know the cure for that, huh? You know the cure for that, not sleeping well. Yeah, go to sleep. He puts down six shots of Jägermeister. I do too. Three <laughs> oh, does no. one as well. No, Just to see what happens. Can I do two of them? That's on the house. happened to Gary. No, nothing the... happens. It's just, you've nah. done Jaeger for breakfast with muesli. Jaeger, cream, and muesli for <laughs> breakfast. Oh. That's a champion. <laughs> Feed a plate to my dog. <laughs> just, like, slowly pull out a plate from the bag and just drop it into chrome. Chrome eats it quite happily. No wonder people are hunting us. Like, fucking Christ. We deserve to be killed. Yeah. I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> Maybe uh, you should rest a bit gooey. I feel like that's a good idea. But I learned so much. But it will cost. But it cost, yeah. I have a oh. jar that you can keep me in if oh. I need it. Are we heading off immediately? I. Maybe? Sure. Your horse and carriage are out the back if you want to use them. Oh. God, why are you so loud? Uh, I think I would. I think some distraction would be nice from what happened. He holds out one of those little balling cups on a string. But yeah, I just you all are like getting on your cart and stuff. That's where we'll end the episode. I hope you've enjoyed, both viewers and listeners, and we'll catch you all next Monday. <laughs>